Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right now we're talking to Professor David Schultz of Hamlin University about the impeachment process. As I said, you know, going into that break, we are all super busy. This thing is happening so fast. What is the timeline looking like to you? Well, I first off going to say I blew the timeline because I thought this wasn't going to happen if a vote was going to occur until clearing the holidays for exactly the reason that you're saying is that part of the the impeachment process being on television and being on radio um, is to educate the American public about what's going on. And as, as you know, what and many listeners know, between roughly, what, Thanksgiving and the New Year, we're busy with, like, you know, holiday, friends, all kinds of stuff. And so it's surprising me. But it's looking like after watching Nancy Pelosi's press conference earlier this week that she's putting Jerry Nadler, who's the chair of the House Judiciary Committee, um, on fast track. And I suspect we're going to see, within a couple of weeks, um, articles of impeachment drafted. Now, whether or not they're, they're going to vote out him before Christmas, I don't know. But I could. But what I'm sort of thinking at this point is that in the next week to ten days, we have the actual articles drafted, and it could be anywhere from one to I don't know. I'm going to guess probably between one and about four or five articles of impeachment. For Clinton, it was three articles of impeachment. For Nixon, it was also three. So I'd put it in in that range there. Um, House Judiciary Committee would then have to vote on those articles of impeachment. Then it would have to go to the entire House of Representatives, of which um, it would have to require a majority vote. It's possible it could happen before Christmas or before the New Year, but that's an incredibly tight deadline, because also Congress needs to worry about what? Some spending bills and getting some other work done. I'm, so I'm still guessing um, that you know within the next few weeks at this point, but if it did get pushed to just a little bit past the beginning of the year, uh, given what I'm sort of seeing at this point, I wouldn't be surprised. And and, and by, by the way, and that's just the impeachment process in the House, and just because somebody's impeached in the House, president's impeached in the House, doesn't mean he's removed from office. There would then have to be a Senate trial. Right. And and um, I was watching a report, I think on CBS, where the Capitol Hill correspondent Nancy Cordes was saying that the Senate basically has the month of January blocked off on their calendars for this trial. Yeah, that was a very good report, by the way. I saw that news item also. It was really excellent. And and it's really at this point, I'm hearing they've got the month of January blocked for it, but I think there's some strategic considerations now that Mitch McConnell can make. And keep in mind, two, a, a critical date, February 3rd. February 3rd is the, is the, is, are the Iowa caucuses, of which then you're going to have the New Hampshire primary a week later, Nevada caucuses, and then Super Tuesday, including Minnesota, on March 3rd. And the reason why I mention that is that um, I would not be surprised um, if the timing for the impeachment process, uh, or rather the trial in the Senate, assuming the president is impeached, is set up in a way that um, comes into conflict with at least one of those major events. And at this point, we have, if, I, if I'm correct, we've got Amy Klobuchar. We, ha- we actually, 
I was going to say, we have, I think, counted out five Democrat senators who are running for president of the United States. And during the trial in the Senate, they would essentially be locked down to being in the Senate as opposed to out campaigning. And so this is going to potentially have a a, a major impact um, or potential major impact on the senators who are Democratic presidential candidates. And just bring it home to Amy Klobuchar um, that it would basically require her, depending on the timing, instead of being in Iowa campaigning, to be where? To be in the Senate doing a, a trial. Will the, will, would the Senate Judiciary Committee have a larger role? Would they have a sort of enhanced role? Would it go to them first or would it just go directly to the whole Senate? It would go directly to the Senate. Now, the U.S. Supreme Court, in a, in a famous case, had, this is not Richard Nixon, it was a federal judge, Nixon versus the United States, and federal judges can also be impeached. And he complained that the, the, his, his trial in the Senate occurred before the Senate judiciary, um, and then it went to the Senate for a full vote. And the Supreme Court said, you know, Senate can do whatever they want. No. <laughs> Um, I, I, the reason I ask is Senator Klobuchar is on the Judiciary, Judiciary Committee, Committee, as is Senator Booker. Exactly. Um, I, Kamala Harris is on the Judiciary Committee, but she dropped out this week, so I think that might leave just four senators. That's right. Senator trying, Klobuchar, Senator Sanders, Senator Warren, Senator Booker, unless I'm right, somebody you're right. There's yeah. still an awful lot of people running. Folks, <laughs> so. many, that's what I'm saying. is I'm losing, a, I'm losing track on my toes at this point, but the... But no, the Senate Judiciary wouldn't necessarily have a larger role, especially with the presidential um, trial. It's going to go to the entire Senate, no doubt. Um, okay, uh, which, I, yeah. means, which means regardless of it, is that, again, speaking of our Senator, um, Senator Klobuchar, she's going to be busy. And I don't think this is going to be a trial that takes place like in you know, 24 hours. It's probably... Um, several weeks, because if we look at the Clinton trial, we uh, um, as as an example, um, that actually lasted several weeks because you had some testimony taken. Then what you had is some um, recess to allow for more gathering of information. You had time for deliberations, et cetera, et cetera. So I could see this as a trial that drags out. Yeah, conceivably three, four, five, you know, maybe six weeks. Again, not every second is being consumed by the trial, but certainly a, um, a substantial portion of their work would be at a time when, what, somebody like Amy Klobuchar or a, or a Cory Booker or Elizabeth Warren or a Bernie Sanders wants to be doing what? Hitting the campaign trail. Right, although it does give them a platform in which people will be approaching them with with microphones wanting to hear from them more so than a Joe Biden who's not in the Senate anymore or a Mike Bloomberg or or any of the or Pete Buttigieg so in some ways it might give them an awful lot of attention at at a critical moment it could and this is the part that we don't know how it plays out at this point does it give them more opportunity or at the same time think about it now if 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 this were really a criminal trial, um, we're certainly not going to let jurors comment um, on the trial as it's going on. They have to weigh the evidence. Oh, that's true. So, so, Interesting. So, so even though this is not a criminal trial, but still at this point you have to have um, the senators who are essentially sitting as a combination judge and jury listening and deliberating. And I'm not sure how this plays if, let's say, one of the senators, while testimony is being taken, while the trial is going on, 
they're commenting in the process to the public, as a, um, especially if they've reached a conclusion and said that, well, he's guilty. Um, so I think there's, there's potential political risks in this that, that may make it difficult for, um, for senators to be able to do well. this kind of commentary, on top of which um, there are Senate rules regarding the trial process that places significant limits on senators doing this type of activity. Wow. All right, listen, we have to take a uh, quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll give you some weather, and it's an important weathercast. There's a lot going on. It's going to be very cold, and we do have some snow coming in our forecast. And then afterwards, we'll continue this conversation with David Schultz. I uh, want to ask him about the economic numbers that came out were very, very good. The president is justifiably uh, – you know, beating his chest over this, saying, you know, hey, this is great. It would be even better without the impeachment. Is this kind of great economic news, if it continues, is that enough for the president to win re-election? In, in past years, obviously, they haven't been facing an impeachment. But it, generally speaking, when the economy is doing as well as it is right now, I know not everybody is getting that benefit. But generally, that's a pretty good thing for somebody trying to run for office. So keep it here, folks. News Talk 830. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 